Hello, hello folks, welcome back to PLC Arundel's podcast. You're here with Jordan Anton Official, and we're going to be talking about a topic today, none other than intermittent fasting. Yes, it's a type of dietary approach or lifestyle lifestyle approach. We're going to be diving deep into that topic and uh, having a chat about it. Right, so that topic, we were talking about intermittent fasting. What is it, or I am fasting? Now, to, uh, to quickly rehash what is fasting, fasting is quite simply uh, to go without food so like to um an easy example is uh is the word breakfast so breakfast when you break down the meaning behind the word you are breaking a fast or breakfast breakfast that is what you're doing because when you go to bed after your final meal whenever your final meal is in the evening dinner etc you're you're then not giving your body any more energy you go to sleep and this is a long window so depending how long you're asleep for a long time window let's assume you're managing to get eight hours of sleep and your last meal was a couple of couple of hours before you went to bed. Uh, then that's now ten hours, and let's let's assume you've woken up. You by the time you actually make breakfast and eat it, let's say an hour has passed. So now we're up to eleven hours of no food. Now this is the very definition of fasting. You've gone an extended period of time without giving your body any form of energy intake. Now this is obviously why we wake up in the morning and we are hella hungry. Most of the time. Not everybody is hungry when they wake up in the morning. Not everyone is a fan of breakfast. And that's, a, that's a different topic for another day. Now, that is a fast, and that's why when you have breakfast, you're breaking the fast. That is the literal meaning behind the word. And the fasting itself is, again, quite simply just not supplying your body energy for an extended period of time. So what is intermittent fasting or IM fasting? IM fasting or intermittent fasting is a dietary and lifestyle uh, approach that has been uh, that has been designed and derived from what happens to the body when you fast and then uh, consequently the effects when you do eat on the body and how this can be applied to give your body positive benefits uh, towards health and fitness goals that sounds really complicated the reason what it is is intermittent fasting you are purposely keeping your body fasted for a long window a long period of time and then you have a certain window period of time at which you can eat food, that you can give your body energy. That is in a nutshell what intermittent fasting is. An example of how this could work is if you were to fast for 16 hours of the day and then eat for 8 hours of the day. The way that this would look is for an example is you would have your first meal at 12 o'clock midday and then your last meal at 8pm in the evening. So there's your 8 hour window. You don't have to have your meals exactly on 12 and exactly at 8 p.m., but that is your window from 12 o'clock midday until 8 p.m. in the evening. And then all the time around that is when you're fasting. That is your fasting window. That is an intermittent fasting example of a, of a, uh, a uh, two to one ratio. So you're fasting for twice as long as you are able to, to eat. There are other variations of fasting, um, such as only giving yourself a six hour window. I've even seen examples going as small as a four hour window in order to eat. Now, your eating window, when you do get your eight hours, your six hours, four hours, whatever it is, this, this small window of time that you eat, it doesn't affect the total number of calories that you that you need to eat for the day. So we've, we've already worked out our calories, how much energy we need for our body, for our goals, what it is we want to achieve. Now, if you want to learn a little bit more about calories and calorie counting, etc., and macronutrients, we do have a couple of audio episodes available on that where I talk a little bit. So I do recommend uh, checking those out. Search them in the uh, in the library search bar: uh, calories, calorie counting, macronutrients. 
So at this point, we should know what our calories are, what our macronutrients are, etc. what our body needs on a daily basis. That does not change. So that, that window, that eight, six, four hour window, whatever it is that we've chosen to do, we still need to eat that same amount of energy, that same amount of food, those exact same foods, the same amount of macronutrients within that window. That doesn't change. Just because our, um, instead of waking up at, an example, waking up at seven in the morning, having breakfast and a couple of meals before midday, it doesn't mean that we cut those meals out. No, it means we just simply condense. We condense all this, the same amount of food and same amount of calories into a shorter time frame, into a shorter window that it needs to be eaten. Now the way this translates quite simply is fewer but bigger meals. Sounds good, right? Like bigger meals, yay! Now, depending on what you favor, whether you favor multiple small meals or larger meals, it could really work in your favor. Now, if it works in your favor, if you enjoy bigger meals, if you enjoy that feeling of being full, say eating two giant meals a day, uh, three big meals a day, as opposed to multiple small meals or smaller meals, then this, that, that dieting approach, intermittent fasting, might actually be quite enjoyable for you. You might really enjoy that and find that um, you're happy following this style of, of dieting and lifestyle and eating. Uh, so that's one positive benefit, because if you're mentally enjoying it, if you're, if you're mentally happy, then you're going to stick to your lifestyle. You're going to stay consistent with it, which, as we all know, is a massive, if not one of the most important factors with anything that you do, not just diet and, and health and nutrition, um, but consistency. Staying consistent with whatever it is that you're doing. So that is how your calories work. No matter what your time frame window is, your calories, your energy, your macronutrients, it all stays the same. You just squish it down. You condense it into that smaller window. That The 2,000 calories, the 3,000, 4,000 calories, whatever it may be, the 200 grams of protein, 200 grams of carbs, 70 grams of fats, it all stays the same. It just condenses down into this now small window. Now, why do we do it? Well, one, other than the, the mental health benefits, if you're happy eating uh, this way, following this lifestyle, then that's fantastic. That's as a good a reason as any to do that. Now, another reason, one of the main major reasons why intermittent fasting, why fasting in general has such positive effects on the body. One, it's really good having such a long period of time of no food, of really cleansing out your body because your body's able to digest and, and clean out your colon, etc. Do all of that side of stuff. But what I actually want to touch on one of the major benefits that we will experience is by not having food enter your system and be digested for such a long period of time. In particular, the food in particular that I'm referring to is the carb, the, the macronutrient carbohydrates. So every time we eat carbohydrates, our body digests it, it metabolizes carbohydrates, turns it into sugars. That's, that's its baseline. Once it's all metabolized and processed, it enters the bloodstream as sugar. And this is where our blood sugar levels are. This is where we get this number from. So when all of the carbohydrates are digested and put into your bloodstream, and then from there, your pancreas, which is a gland inside your body, it releases insulin. This is a peptide, this is a hormone that, that acts inside your body to take the sugar out of your bloodstream and put it into all of your cells, into your muscle cells, your liver, etc. the sugar to be used as energy. That's a fuel source. So that's what the insulin does. So that's kind of the process. Every time you eat carbohydrates, it gets digested, metabolized, turned into glucose and put into your bloodstream as sugars ready to be used. And then your body's going to release all this insulin to take it from the bloodstream and put it into the muscles. That's the process. Real simple, real easy. There is actually a couple of audio episodes, um, insulin, carbohydrates, that I, I would recommend searching up and having a look at as well. Now what happens is when you release this insulin, your body becomes desensitized to it. Uh, now, oh sorry, it becomes um, yeah de desensitized to it. So the more and more insulin that you release, the less of an effect that it has on your body. So your body needs to release more and more. Now this is a bad thing. One, because it's putting a lot of undue stress on your pancreas to release more, which eventually in turn would, would lead into diabetes. But one of the big things is 
if your if your body becomes insulin uh, desensitized or insulin resistant, that is the uh, that is the term that we'll use insulin resistance. If your body becomes insulin resistant, then this is a negative uh, spot to be in for your body in terms of body fat gain. If your body is resistant to insulin, then it's not going to do its job. Because if your body, your bloodstream has been flooded with so much insulin that it's, it's so resistant to it doing its job, your pancreas is maxed out, it's not really going to produce much more for your body to feel the insulin effects. And that insulin is in your bloodstream and it's not doing what it's meant to be doing. Then your body is not going to, it's not going to see the energy, it's not going to have the energy in the cells to do what it needs to do. It's going to see a high blood sugar level. It's going to start thinking it needs to turn all these carbohydrates, all this metabolized sugar, it needs to turn it into body fat because it's not being used. It's not being taken away and put in away where it needs to go. It's got all this sugar floating around and your body's going to go, well, uh, it's not getting taken away. I'm going to put it as body fat to be stored as energy to be used later. The insulin hasn't taken away. All right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to now, the body's now going to store it away as body fat for fuel later, for energy later. So that's, that's in a real simple sense what, what can happen if your body becomes insulin resistant. Now to become insulin resistant, it doesn't mean that we have to sit there eating lollies and chocolate all the time to become insulin resistant. No, that's going to make you diabetic if you're going to do that all the time. Insulin resistance can happen simply by eating a very carbohydrate-rich diet. And that just means generally eating quite a well-balanced diet. So if you were to eat carbohydrates in the morning, let's assume, let's say you have some cereal, you pop some sugar on it, or even, even oats, a really good healthy carbohydrate choice. And then for lunch you have pasta, maybe you have sandwiches, um, you have uh, rice, noodles, whatever it is, and then you have snacks around that, you have fruit, you have an oats bar, a protein shake, and then for dinner, you might have potatoes, you might have sweets, etc., some more pasta and whatnot. These carbohydrates, as you can see in that example, throughout the entire day. So what that means is you've got this massive flow, this steady flow of insulin coming out of your pancreas and into your bloodstream. Now, while the, the amount of insulin being released from your pancreas might not be a problem, the amount of insulin being released into your bloodstream can desensitize your body to it or make your body, gear your body towards being insulin resistant because there's so much of it. Um, another an example of, of how that can be compared to something that may be more um, relatable is caffeine, coffee. If you're a coffee drinker um, or, or any stimulants like energy drinks, etc., if you if you drink these on a regular basis, you may have found that maybe you listening right now have found that over time, over months, over years, however long you've been drinking coffee, you've become desensitized to its effects, and you now need to have coffees more regularly, perhaps. Or stronger coffees we're doing double shots possibly triple shots if we're feeling really tired and we need to pick me up whereas once upon a time one coffee would have had you bouncing off the walls because your body was so sensitive to the effects of caffeine your nervous system your brain everything when it was metabolized and what it did to the body it was so fresh and so new your body was so sensitive to it its effects were so pronounced and so profound you didn't need much caffeine to do its job same thing happens to your body with insulin. As your body experiences and gets the effects from insulin just doing its job, what it's meant to do, more and more and more and more frequently without a break, your body becomes resistant to it. It becomes desensitized to it. So your body needs more and more insulin released. And there's only so far the pancreas can go and it's not going to release any more. It only releases more in relation to how much sugar and carbohydrates enters your bloodstream. So once the carbohydrates are digested and metabolized, that enters your bloodstream as sugar and then you've got X amount of sugar sitting there in your bloodstream, it tells the pancreas to release X amount of insulin to deal with that amount of sugar. But if your body's resistant to it, then it's not going to, it's, it's not going to, it's not going to do what it's going to do. So suddenly that puts your body in a zone to start turning all this energy into body fat, which is not a good thing. So that's, that's what can happen if you have this constant steady flow of carbohydrates causing your body to become insulin resistant. 
Now, other things that can affect this is your genetics. Genetically, you might be someone who is very resistant to insulin or your body genetically can become insulin resistant easily. Uh, there's a few other factors, the types of carbohydrates you're eating as well, that can also have quite a pronounced effect. Now, where intermittent fasting comes into this and how intermittent fasting can fix this or negate this is by having that large window, that huge fasting period of no food, you're essentially making it really easy to avoid carbohydrate foods. And so that is gonna help your body. Well, that's gonna stop your body releasing any insulin. It's gonna give your body a break from insulin being in the bloodstream. So it's gonna help sensitize your body back to insulin. You're not gonna become so, or you're not gonna be as resistant to the insulin. Now, this is a good thing. So if you were to say follow that um, two to one ratio where you fast for 16 hours and you eat for eight hours, You've now gone 16 hours without taking in any food, including carbohydrates. It's not just, you've, you've not taken in proteins, you've not taken in fats, but you've also not taken in carbohydrates. So there's been 16 hours of no release of insulin into your bloodstream. So now your body, when you do finally go and eat some carbohydrates, whether it's through pasta, whether it's through oats, or whether it's uh, through bread, or even a lolly or a piece of chocolate, and your body digests this, metabolizes it, and sugar enters the bloodstream, your body now only needs to release a little bit of insulin because it's so sensitive to its effects. Now this is a good thing because the less insulin that your body needs to release in order to do its job, in order to get those sugars into the cells, to shuttle the sugars out of the bloodstream and into the cells, the less insulin that your body has to release, that is a better position to be in to help your body, one, not gain body fat, and two, um, burn away body fat. So depending whatever it is your goal is, if your goal is to say try and increase your performance and, and increase your strength and increase your muscle mass, this will see you eating um, more calories than your body needs. So you're in a you're in a, a calorie um, surplus. You're eating more than your body needs. This is what you need to be doing in order to increase your performance, uh, increase your muscle size and strength. Yes. However, a negative side effect that can sometimes happen when following this uh, this uh, this goal, this this uh, eating approach is unwanted fat gain. So uh, an easy way to avoid that or, or, or a really good tool to help you fight this happening is by keeping your insulin resistance down or keep your insulin sensitivity really high. Because if you're really sensitive to insulin's effects, then when you do go and eat your carbohydrates because you're in such a calorie surplus, you're only gonna release a small amount of insulin. And that's gonna keep your body in a very good fat burning state. It's, it's, gonna, it's gonna prohibit your body as much as possible from putting any of that excess energy that you're eating through your calorie surplus and storing it away as body fat because insulin's really good at doing that. Insulin is partly responsible for doing that, for taking those, those excess metabolized sugars out of the bloodstream and turning it into body fat so that the less insulin there is in the bloodstream, well, then the less chance there is of this happening. Likewise, the opposite effect is if you're in a calorie deficit, your, your goal, your focus is to help, is to, is to burn away body fat, then the less insulin you have in your bloodstream, the better, because the more insulin that is in your bloodstream, the more this is gonna switch off your body's ability to burn body fat. Because when insulin is present, it switches off uh, the, the mechanisms, the modes that allows your body to metabolize uh, your, your, your body fat, the triglycerides, that's the, that is what, what fat is, to turn it into fatty acids and to be metabolized and used as energy. You, your body doesn't allow you to do that when insulin is present in your bloodstream. 
So if you can limit the amount of insulin floating around in your bloodstream, then this is a bonus effect. This is gonna really help you in your efforts towards body fat loss. So this is where intermittent fasting can have a massive positive effect on whatever it is your goal, whether it's trying to bulk up, increase muscle mass, increase strength and performance, or to cut down and lose body fat. Because you're, you're not becoming insulin resistant, you're keeping your insulin sensitivity up really high, then that's gonna have all these positive effects. And it, this is achieved by simply not eating for a long window, long period of time, whether it's the two to one ratio where you don't eat for 16 hours or you don't eat for 18 hours or even 20 hours. As long as you still get the same amount of calories, the same macronutrients into your body in that small window, then it doesn't matter because you're still giving your body exactly what it needs, the exact amount of calories, exact amount of macros, but you've now made your body really sensitive to insulin. So there's only a tiny, tiny, tiny amount of insulin floating around in your bloodstream, just like back when you first started drinking coffee, we've now, if you imagine, taken your body all the way back to the point where you just need one sip of coffee and you're bouncing off the walls. That's, that's kind of essentially what, what you're doing to your body when you intermittent fast. And that is why intermittent fasting can be so effective at helping you achieve your goals. It, its main effect it has on the body, intermittent fasting, providing you eat the same amount of calories that you need to in that window, is it affects your insulin sensitivity. That is its big, big positive effect from intermittent fasting. I'm personally a big fan of intermittent fasting because of these effects that it has on your body and insulin sensitivity. All right, well, I hope that's been valuable. I'm gonna wrap it up here and um, yeah, I hope that's been really valuable and you've taken away some good information, something to think about with intermittent fasting. Maybe you'll try it, maybe you won't, but otherwise, until the next episode, I will catch you later. Bye for now.